Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. We've got Billy Prempa on the phone. He is a congressional candidate in New Jersey, but he's been making the rounds and talking about this Jesse Smollett stuff. And I specifically wanted to ask you about this, Billy, because you use the words glorifying victimhood. That phrase stuck out to me because that is exactly it's it's basically using power backwardly. Please explain that phrase. Well, the, the reason why I say that is uh, because what Justice Smollett is doing is like he sets a, a bad precedent for a lot of people in the United States. Um, the, the way to getting your point across, you don't have to lie and make up fake stories just to um, get across. What I believe is he, he was doing this simply to uh, get some more eyes on him, give himself an opportunity to, to sue uh, because of some TV show that he was on. And that's terrible. You know, what he's doing, had he gotten away with this, people would be looking for the next opportunity to cash in and try and get that gold medal in the oppression Olympics. Cause that's, that's what it seems that Joe, I mean, that's what it seems that uh, Jussie's here to do. Did it surprise you how quickly the media was willing to jump on this and just assume, well, he's, he's kind of part of the club, right? He's on empire. He's up here in the echelons that we are. We love this story. Was it was a surprise that they jumped on this and didn't really didn't question it? I wasn't surprised, honestly. Like I, I knew that somewhere in my in my stomach, I felt the story was just nonsense from the second that I heard that he got jumped by two two white people in the middle of Chicago in the middle of a snowstorm. I was like, this is just ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Nobody really talks like that. And uh, but I knew the media was going to do what they do best and bend the truth and, and make it into something that it's not. Um, when when I saw that first video of the police officers coming to his house. And practically exposing how ridiculous it was. This guy's still sitting in his apartment, you know, hours after the the attack supposedly took place. He's getting a noose hanging around his neck. It just was, it was a big joke when I saw it, you know. But I'm not surprised the media went and did it the way they did. But thankfully, um, justice was served. Billy Prippa is... 
running for Congress. I think I'm getting a little bit of feedback there, Billy, on your end of the phone. Uh, he is running for Congress in New Jersey. I wanted to talk a little bit more. Actually, let's just set, who are you running against? You know, why are you running? Talk a little bit about your background before we move on. So I'm, I'm 32 years old. I'm a first generation American. My parents they immigrated here from Ghana. I'm also a United States Air Force veteran. And um, I felt that it was appropriate that I continue my service in uh, defense of this country and doing what's best for this country by running for office. Um, where I live, I've, I've lived in Patterson, New Jersey my entire life. And we've had the same congressman for the past 26 years. Uh, to make things more interesting, the same congressperson prior to him running for Congress, he was mayor of this city. And before that, he was also a state assemblyman. So he's constantly had control of the city. He's got like over 45 years um, of political power and control over this city. So I'm, I'm throwing my hat in the ring to go against this guy and take down this power structure because as long as he's been here, violent crime has gone up, taxes have gone up. A lot of the locals that I've grown up with and I've seen are all moving out of the area because it's, it's just dangerous. It's not a place where you can raise a family, at least not right now. My intention is to reverse that and make our district a lot more prosperous by helping to bring more jobs to our community um, by fixing up our education system and trying to bring programs that, that will help our children be prepared for the future so that we can close up this skills gap we have in the United States. We don't have any programs teaching children uh, either the skills of life or even skills um, that they could use when they come out of school. So I want to partner with business owners and get them working with our school system so that they can teach our children how to do what they do. Um, and, and I believe that doing something like this and creating this pipeline from school to careers will help our country rebuild itself much faster. I mean, we're, we're sending, we're, we're getting a lot of workers coming from outside of the United States and into the United States, when in reality, we should be teaching our children how to do that. We should be giving our police the resources and, and tools necessary to actually keep our community safe and also hold them accountable when they aren't doing what's right. Um, our current congressperson doesn't care about that. Our the, one of the largest cities, Patterson, the one I live in, we have a super underfunded police department, and there is practically no support. So this place is starting to spiral out of control. At, at 32 years old, I know that this man at 86, he's completely asleep at the wheel. If something doesn't change, my generation, we're going to inherit all the problems that he created. So while I'm young, while I've got the energy, it made sense for me to get involved in this race, and I did. You know, Billy, it's interesting. You know, you're in New Jersey. We're in St. Louis. But we're, we're talking about the same issues. And these are all local issues, but they're happening the same way across the whole country. You talked about defunding the police and crime and, you know, people just not being connected to at really at least here in the city of St. Louis. Now, I live in Illinois, so I live across sort of in these suburbs. But in the city of St. Louis where we work and we're, we're having this interview right now, you know, there's just it seems like there's a lot of hopelessness. And there's just there's just this sense that, you know, people think that, that they're born into these situations and there's nowhere to go. And it's I, politics isn't necessarily the solution. But, you know, you're talking about issues that need to be addressed. And you mentioned something in your comments, too, that I wanted to hit on. You talked about there's there's a culture war right now. And you're talking about solving some of these things. Is is politics the way that you've chosen to do it, but you're looking elsewhere? I mean, how do you. How do we solve a culture war, basically, in the United States? <laughs> Legislate it to some degree. Um, it, but, you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was actually in St. Louis not too long ago 
Um, and and it's, it's, it's literally the exact same situation. That's why I believe that resolving this issue from a federal level will be able to help not just my district, but districts all across the United States. Like when I was in St. Louis, it reminded me a lot of Newark, just a lot quieter, but it was also kind of a dangerous place, depending on where you were and at what time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know there's lots of people that could benefit from this. In regards to um, changing the, the culture war, I believe that going through politics is the best way to do it, um, because it, it also brings the voice to those that have no voice. Um, that's my job as congresspersons to represent the people and bring solutions that everybody can benefit from, not just the people in my locality. So I know it's not just here. People can also benefit from my school choice and freedom of education plan um, all across the country in the same way that people in, in underfunded districts could benefit from, you know, having a much more, uh, a much more, um, uh, people-focused police department with resources necessary so they can bring, bring crime down in their community and much, much more. So what 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 fixes here in, in District 9 can be brought all over the country. And I think that's one of the, at least, at least the most realistic way, in my opinion, as of right now, to affect change across the country. And that's why I decided to run for federal office. Yeah, it's interesting when you talk about school choice because that one, you know, that one in particular is close to my heart. I think we talk about that on this show quite a bit and on the Andy Fry show, which I am on during the week, uh, quite a bit, just because it is kind of a cross-section between government and culture, but it, it requires government to change the culture, like you're saying. And so, uh, yeah, that's a that's a very, very important topic I think we're all addressing across the country. Before we run out of time with you, though, I just, I'm fascinated. You know, you said your parents immigrated from Ghana and West Africa in the 80s. But now you're running for Congress as a Republican. You know, it, it, what's the journey for you and your family? What's the journey for you specifically in becoming a Republican? Well, I was, uh, believe it or not, uh, when I was very clueless and didn't have all the facts, I was a Democrat at one point. And it's because everybody in my community and nearby that I knew um, said they were Democrat. You know, I was very, very supportive of Barack Obama. I was gung-ho. I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, my God, first black president. And while I'm in the military, uh, we're dropping bombs on Libya. We're, you know, giving money to these supposed moderate rebels that turned out to be ISIS. And there were lots of things that Barack Obama was doing that contradicted um, everything that was coming out of his mouth. And it, it really shocked me to a degree where I had to really question where I stood politically and what I was supporting because, you know, not knowing this, I realized very quickly, and this, I was about uh, 21 at this point, that I had to um, understand what's going on politically because I'm, I'm fighting I'm fighting this fight here in the military, and there's many people in the United States that aren't aware of what's going on. So when I left the military and I got home, um, I started doing a lot of research to find out more about uh, what I believed in. And at the time, I was living in New York. I was living with this guy who was a socialist, <laughs> which is which is quite interesting. And um, he brought me to a, he brought me to an event with a bunch of socialists, and I started hearing a lot of the rhetoric as the country started changing. This was during the Occupy Wall Street time in uh, New York. And, you know, I, I started to feel a little bit uncomfortable with a lot of the demands and the things that they wanted. So I said, you know, I, I want to learn about what the Republican Party is about because I've never taken the time. I've always believed there are a bunch of racist people and very ignorant thoughts that I thought in the past. And um, I looked up Ron Paul, a, a guy that one of my friends told me about before going into the military. And the more I sat down and listened to him, the more I, I, I resonated with the things he was talking about, fiscal responsibility and doing the right thing. And he, he just had all the, all the appropriate things 
um, to say, and I believe this man should have been president of the United States. And from that moment on, I just flipped and became Republican, and I learned a lot more um, about politics and about the Constitution that I was defending and more. And I've never looked back, and I have no intention of ever going back to the Democratic Party, ever. Billy Prempa, really appreciate your thoughts and your time this morning. Uh, where can people connect with you? Even though we're in St. Louis, you're in New Jersey, you're running for New Jersey 9, where can people connect with you? Well, you know, I may be in, New, I may be in uh, St. Louis again in the future. I'm real good friends with Andy Fasella, so I might be there a bit. Okay. Um, but you guys can connect with me on social media. Just search some guy named Bill on Instagram or anywhere on social media type Billy Prempa. If you'd like to donate, support, or even learn more about my policies and platform, you can visit my website at billyprempa.com. That's www.billyprempa.com. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to reconnect soon, and then hopefully, you know, best of luck in the midterms. Godspeed to you. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.